Welcome back to Scarlet and Maze. I'm Adam. This is Zach. How's it going? Uh, we're going to switch things up a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit basketball, attrition, and addition. And then our top five running backs of all time from Michigan, from Ohio State. And then our top three performances in the game. Mm-hmm. And the tweet of the week. But And a little bit about the draft. And a little bit in about the, the draft, too. Uh, but starting out, Michigan, attrition and addition. So Hunter Dickinson said he's 100% back. Musa Diabate and Caleb Houston both said they're going to the draft, but keeping their eligibility. Uh, they have about a month to decide for sure. Um, Brandon Johns and Zeb Jackson both went to VCU. Frankie Collins left. Okay. Uh, and Michigan got in Jalen Llewellyn. Uh, so well, that's fun. Smart guy. There's rumors of them adding another person, but I don't know anything. So, yeah, that's what it is. Freshman class is ranked 10th nationally. Uh, according to 24-7, they have Terrace Reed, 35th overall, who's a, a big guy. They have a wing, Jet Howard, 37th nationally. Tiny little point guard, Doug McDaniel. And then power forward, small forward, Greg Glenn. Uh, McDaniel is 64th overall. Greg Glenn is 103rd. It's, he's kind of viewed more as a project type. He won't play right away. But yep. especially because Frankie Collins transferred out, they apparently recruited Jalen Llewellyn as a point guard. He's like a combo guard, but they were pitching him as a point guard. So Doug McDaniel will probably be the backup point guard unless Kobe Bufkin also slides down. But they don't have many guards right now, so they're going to need Kobe Bufkin to play the two. Uh, it's kind of a mess, yeah. a little bit. They need another guy from the portal would be sweet. Uh, Terrace Reed will probably back up Hunter Dickinson, um, especially if Diabate stays gone. But uh, there's a lot of fluidity. It's like Mi- Michigan could be really good again, but they also could be one injury away from disaster if it's a guard that goes down. Yeah. Or if Jalen Llewellyn doesn't uh, – you know, transfer up well. Uh, so we'll see. What about what's going on with Ohio State? Um, so Malachi Branham just recently announced he's officially all in for the draft. He signed an agent, so he will not be coming back to the Buckeyes. Good. EJ Liddell was already there, had an agent. Um, yep. Michi Johnson, Justin Arns are both in the portal. Um, Arns is good riddance. Uh, <laughs> when you have a 3 and D guy that wasn't shooting the ball well down the stretch and d- can't play defense. It's hard to um, want him on your team. Um, Michi Johnson, I, th- I think the way he worded it made it seem like there's a chance he could come back to Ohio State even though he's in the portal, but he hasn't made any decisions yet. Um, he's a solid young player, so it would be cool to have him back, but also sad to see him leave if he leaves. Yeah. Um, they already have two transfers committed, and Tanner Holden, who um, averaged 20 plus points a game at Wright State this year, and Sean McNeil, who averaged 12-ish points a game at West Virginia. A um, couple solid transfers already. And then they have the seventh-ranked seventh freshman class nationally, according to 24-7, with uh, point guard Bruce Thornton, who's 42nd, um, Felix Okpra, who is a center, and he's 50th, um, Roddy Gale Jr., who's 59th, he's a shooting guard, and Bryce Sanzenba, who's a small forward, 61st nationally. Really good class. And then there's a shooting guard, uh, 
he's 301st nationally. I don't know if they just had another scholarship and were like, come on in. Or, right. if, they, or if they think maybe he's a gem that nobody – Spike all yeah, breaks people are, people are overlooking him. I don't know. Yeah. Pretty crazy jump from 61st to 301st is your fourth and fifth best player in the class. But uh, it would probably be hard to get a fifth player ranked that high. True, true. But, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I think – I think Ohio State, um, with Branham and um, Liddell leaving, it'll be hard to see him having high expectations next year. But I think I think they'll have a decent team. Um, Seth Towns announced he's coming back for his seventh season. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Justice Suing announced that he's coming back for for, uh, maybe his fifth season. I'm not sure, but he'll be back. Those are a couple scores that they definitely needed to be back to be have a solid year. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting the way everything. kind of sizzles out and figures out where the lineup will look. But yeah, interesting right now. All right, so the NFL draft happened, Uh uh, and you you came up with the player from each of our schools that got drafted that we're most excited about. We're going to follow his career the closest. Yeah. Who do you got? Um, I just – um, it's hard to choose between the two guys that won the first round, Chris, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, because Garrett Wilson was one guy that I saw his highlight film from high school and was like, this guy's going to be a household name someday. He went top ten in the draft. And so, like, those two guys I've loved since uh, since Chris Olave's breakout game against Michigan. I was a freshman where he had a couple touchdowns and a block punt. Um, I just a couple players I've been in love with for a long time now. Um but I'll have to say Chris Olave. I just really like the Saints seem to love Buckeyes and draft a lot of Buckeyes. And so I think I'll follow his career the most because I follow the Saints a decent amount just because they have a lot of Buckeyes already on the team. I think it'll be cool if, if Michael Thomas can be healthy. That one-two punch mm-hmm. could be really exciting. Yeah. Uh, for me, I f- so right away I just thought Aiden Hutchinson, except he plays for the Lions. I'm not <laughs> – like. The NFL, the NBA, they're fine. It's harder for me to care. I, I like Michigan, so I follow Michigan guys. But yeah. I also just know that the Lions suck. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe he helps them turn it around. I do like. Yeah. I think their coach is fun, just from his introductory press yeah. conference. A lot of people players are, seem to like him. A lot of people are giving them an A plus on their draft this year. So. Yeah, uh, but I also love Hassan Haskins being the backup in Tennessee. Yeah, it's kind of like. Jordan Poole studying under Steph Curry. Maybe. Maybe Hassan Haskins studying under Derrick Henry will be good for his career. Yeah. We'll see. Well, I have one, one stat before we move on. Yeah. Well, a couple stats. Um, Ohio State had six players drafted um, this year, which was the least they've had in the last seven years, but was still more than Michigan. Mm-hmm. And also since 2009, Michigan has had more players drafted than Ohio State once, and that was in 2017. Since? Rich Rodriguez and Brady Oak were the coaches. Yeah, I mean, Harbaugh hasn't caught up, obviously, but, you know, those two really (sighs) did a number on Michigan. That's fun. Yeah. You came up with, (laughs) during this offseason, coming up with some top five lists uh, of our favorite players from from each of our schools. Uh, Today we're doing top five running backs of all time. So I have Michigan, obviously. You have Ohio State. I surprised myself when I sat down and looked at numbers. So you might think, given my age or what you think my age is, that Mike Hart would be the runaway number one. And I'm not going to spoil or anything, but he's not 
the runaway number one for me, which is crazy. He might be number one, though. Just not runaway? He might be, just not runaway. We'll find out. We'll find out. My number one's obvious, but we'll find out. Yeah, yours is a little easier up top. (laughs) Uh, But my number five, this was a surprising stat to you. The only Michigan running back to win the Heisman. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, This is back. I don't know how many Ohio State's had win the Heisman, but. More than than one. More than one, for sure. (laughs) Uh, This is back when they played eight games. So the stats are kind of underwhelming Mm -hmm. at first. Uh, But 2,235 yards from scrimmage in his career. 852 rushing yards in his Heisman season. Again, only eight games. So 852 rushing yards. He also had 506 passing yards. Wow. 15 rushing touchdowns, six passing touchdowns. He was a back-to-back All-American in 1939 and 1940. In 1940, he also won the Maxwell, AP Player of the Year, Big Ten Player of the Year, and the Heisman. He is the only person in NCAA history to lead the nation in scoring in both 1939 and 1940. Not, I mean, not just those two years. He's the only player to ever do it in back-to-back years. Uh, in 1940, he had five touchdowns total. Kicked four extra points. There's a little bit more. We'll talk about him later. Got a standing ovation in Columbus from the Ohio State fans as he left the field, Mr. Tom Harmon. Wow. Just legend. Number five for me uh, is a player that finished um, number two all-time career rushing yards. Um, He jumped on the scene week one as a freshman, and I was thrown off and didn't expect it because I was expecting Mike Weber to be there. But – um, he rushed for he's the only Ohio State running back to ever rush for more than 2,000 yards in a season he did that his junior year before he got drafted J.K. Dobbins had 4,459 rushing yards averaged 6.2 yards per carry and had 38 rushing touchdowns just an amazing career and um, I had to put him on there just because he's number two all time in the rushing yards and recency bias I don't know I just loved watching him run the ball he was really good he was really good that's I'm going to get PTSD listening to your list. <laughs> Number four for me, Chris Perry from 2000 to 2003. He rushed for 4,226 yards. Uh, or no, that's just yards from scrimmage. He went 2-2 two and two against Ohio State. That had to factor into my list. More on that later. But in his career, 3,657 rushing yards, 4.6 yards per carry, 39 rushing touchdowns, Sir Chris Perry. Um, yeah. um, number four for me is, is a bit of an older guy. Uh, he averaged over 100 yards um, per game his senior year, the year he won the Heisman. Um, I didn't come up with his career stats because they just weren't that – they didn't jump out that me at, to me that much because they only played eight or nine games then. And uh, um, the stat that jumped out to me was he won the Heisman, first of all. He's running back on the Heisman, so I felt like it deserved to be on the list. Mm-hmm. But he also played defensive back, and in his career, never in four years in his career, never allowed a reception, Jeez. according to the stat I found online. Um, he had 14 touchdowns his uh, senior year, the, the year he won the Heisman, and over 900 yards in nine games. So six, six I yards per carry. I wonder how many carry. passes were thrown. Each game, yeah, I'm that, it's still an impressive stat. They <clears throat> yeah, threw well, the I'm, ball. A I'm curious. Least, I didn't. I didn't look into it. I'm curious if it was like it seemed pretty often that back then that it was running back by committee. 
that it wasn't just the one guy that ran a ball a lot, ran the ball a lot. Like two and three, two or three halfbacks and a fullback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> any of them could throw on any play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's, I, did, I didn't even say his name. Oh, How, yeah. Howard Hopalong Cassidy. I mean, a big reason I picked him was because his nickname, his nickname's Hopalong. I think that's, that's great hilarious. Name. Great name. Loved it. Yeah. yeah. Number three for me, 5,606 yards from scrimmage, 5,040 rushing yards, five yards in attempt, 41 rushing touchdowns, but he was 0-4 against Ohio State. This, wow. this blew my mind. So Mike Hart, leading into this, like – as I was beginning to make the list, what I did is I put uh, a bunch of running backs on there from Michigan, and then I would move them up and down as I was researching each of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just your memory is sometimes different than what actually happened. Right. Stats. Mike Hart was a, a pretty formative running back for me for Michigan, and I, I still remember uh, most of the other ones, or at least highlights or them in the NFL, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just really big for me. His 0-4 against Ohio State. Is yeah. just, that wasn't what pushed him down uh, all the way. But he also 41 rushing touchdowns. We'll see as we go my 2-1. and one. So he had fewer rushing touchdowns, less yards per carry than one of them. Uh, so he is Michigan's all-time leading rusher. I love Mike Hart still. Yeah. But he's number three for me. It's hard. I feel crazy. I said to my wife, oh, my gosh, I have Mike Hart number three. And she said, who? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Number three for me for Ohio State. um, I think it's funny. Now that I think about it, I think he has a better argument for number one to, like, challenge Mm. who's number one than who's number two. But he didn't ever win a Heisman. He never won. He never had those big single-season accolades. But I think it's a huge factor when he he had over 1,800 yards twice. Man. Um, ran for over 200 yards in each of the Buckeyes' final three games of the season as they went on a national championship run. So obviously he was a huge part of that. He also had eight total touchdowns in those three games. Um, I don't think you could argue that anyone was more of a factor in their 2014 national championship season than Ezekiel Elliott. And that's why I have him number three. Just an amazing run. I mean, got to be one of the best runs in college football history to have against a, a top 15 Wisconsin team run for over 200 yards. And then Alabama, Nick Saban, all-time coach, ran for over 200 yards. And then Oregon, who was number one, I think. No, they were, they were number two going into that um, playoff, but going for 200 yards and four touchdowns in the national championship game. Like it's pretty incredible. Big Ten championship and then the playoff. Yeah. Three of the biggest games possible. Yeah. And yeah, I mean that And it was the sucks. first playoff of all time, so all the attention was on him in the first playoff. Yeah. Pretty crazy. It's too bad. Yeah. Uh Plus, mine he also had six point seven yards per carry in his oh. career, an amazing stat as well. Yeah, that's insane. Uh my number two from nineteen ninety seven to two thousand, Anthony the A Train Thomas. Four thousand eight hundred and forty eight yards from scrimmage. 4,098 rushing yards, 4.8 per carry, 49 rushing touchdowns, 3-1 and one against Ohio State was big. He was a freshman on the national championship team, ran for five or 600 yards that season. So he was a freshman, and I think he was the backup. He played some. Yeah. Uh, but Anthony Thomas, that's it. 
Number two for me, um, one, another Heisman winning running back. Honestly, the more I think about it, I kind of want to put him at three, but I put him at number two, and I'll stick with it. Um, at the end of his career, he finished with the second most rushing yards to number one in his career. He's not number two anymore because he's been passed by a couple of guys. Um, he had over 4,000 all-purpose yards, um, 44 rushing touchdowns, five and a half yards per carry. Um Eddie George also holds the record for the most yards per game in a single season with 148 yards in his Heisman winning season Damn. per game. Um, I have Eddie George as number two. Great running back. Nice. So now we're going to do honorable mention before we reveal our number ones. Yeah. Your number one is a huge secret. But I have three <laughs> honorable mentions. Jamie Morris is considered one of the great running backs in Michigan history. 4,392 rushing yards, about 800 receiving yards, 5.4 yards per carry. But this was big for me. He only had 25 rushing touchdowns. Wow. That's crazy. So, like, that's – I mean, that's less than my top four for sure. It was hard to find some stats on Tom Harmon. Yeah. I'm sure I could have if I looked harder, but whatever. Uh Jamie Morris, the touchdowns knocked him down. And then similarly, Tim Biakabatuka. So he had 2,716 rushing yards, one of the great names in college football history, 6.1 yards per carry. Wow. But he only had 24 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. That's, that was just surprising to me looking back. Uh, and then my third – Denard Robinson, a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. But so this is crazy to me. Jamie Morris was honorable mention, right? Uh, <laughs> Denard Robinson had more rushing yards than Tyrone Wheatley, than Anthony Thomas, than Chris Perry. Mike Hart is the only one on my list with more rushing yards wow. than Denard Robinson. He's number two all time in Michigan rushing yards. Uh Six point two yards per carry. He also had just over six thousand yards passing, ten thousand seven hundred forty-five uh, total yards, forty-two rushing touchdowns, forty-nine passing touchdowns. Just for some perspective, so we think of like mobile quarterbacks. You gotta think Mike Vick, mm -hmm. right? Uh, he only had one thousand two hundred ninety-nine rushing yards in his two years, seventeen yeah. touchdowns, uh, and he threw for three thousand. 299 passing yeah. yards, 21 touchdowns uh, passing. Or we could think Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah. He had fewer rushing yards than Denard Robinson. He had 4,132 rushing yards. He did have 50 touchdowns. Uh, he had, he had wow. a lot of passing yards and touchdowns. Yeah. I'm not saying Denard is better than Lamar Jackson, <laughs> just for perspective. JT Barrett was short. He had 3,263 rushing yards, but he was – Short. So I'm pretty sure he was an average height for honorable mention. Denard Robinson, four thousand four hundred ninety-five rushing yards as a quarterback. Uh, I miss him. It's, I have a quarterback on my honorable mention list too. It's crazy to think though. So he had Rich Rod for his first two years. His sophomore yeah. year was better. If you go back look at the stats, his sophomore year was pretty good. It pains me to think he had a good. The team had a good year in Brady Hoke's first year, uh, but he also wasn't utilized mm -hmm. to his strengths. And it, it's, it's kind of painful to think about what could have been, not if Rich Rod was there necessarily, but if they had a spread coach 
for his junior and senior years, yeah, those numbers would be better. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Who do you got for your honorable mentions? Okay, so first on my honorable mention, this is a guy that <clears throat> he transferred to Ohio State, only played there one season, was never really took the clear role as the starter until um, the Big Ten championship game. He kind of shared time with uh, another running back. But in that Big Ten championship game, he set the single-game rushing record for 331 yards for Ohio State. Nobody's ran for more yards in a game in Buckeye history. So Trey Sermon is my first honorable mention. He didn't have the career or anything else that could have put him close to the list, but he's really he, – I'm starting from the bottom up with my uh, – um, honorable mention list. My next one is also a quarterback, Braxton Miller. Mm-hmm. He played a he played a little bit of uh, um, H back or whatever. He they and Denard it. both got hurt. Yeah, and switched away from quarterback late in their yeah. career. That's one what if I would love to see is um, that Ohio State national championship season if Braxton Miller was the quarterback that whole year to see what they would have done, to see if they still would have won. Them. I think they still would have won the national championship, but yeah. it would have been just because Braxton Miller is one of my favorite players all time. It would have been cool to see him win that national the, championship play. The injury thing, I didn't even honestly think about until now, but Denard hurt his elbow, his yeah. funny bone, and missed most of his senior year. Like They ended up playing him, but he said he couldn't grip the ball in that arm wow. because of that nerve getting hurt. So, I mean, that also, he, he wasn't quarterback, but he also just didn't get the ball, period. So yeah. the, those numbers are really short. Yeah, so, most of the yeah Braxton Miller going into his senior at the end of his junior year hurt his shoulder in the bowl game right got surgery and then i think two weeks before his senior year his was supposed to be his senior year hurt his hurt that same shoulder again his throwing shoulder was out the whole year again was out the whole year not again but um was able to come back because of that injury but played uh back but he's just one of the most most elusive players he's in the players ever seen in the top 10 and career rush yards in Buckeye history and I just had to put him on the list list yeah like one of like when I think of plays of players just making people look stupid I think of so many plays so many plays come to mind of Braxton Miller just juking or spinning the crap out of people yeah um next on my honorable mention list is um Carlos Hyde he's a great running back in Buckeye history mainly I put him on this list because um he's got one of the highest yards per carry averages in Buckeye history with 6.1 um not as much as some of these guys ended up on on the list where like J.K. Dobbins had 6.2 um Zeke had 6.7 um I don't know what Archie had I don't know if I have that on here but I'll have to look I'll have to figure that out sometime but um yeah, Carlos had 6.1 yards per carry in his career. He had an illustrious career. With, there with Braxton Miller in that backfield was scary. Read option, That's what are you going to do? Are you gonna, yeah. Who are you going to guard? <laughs> um, and then the last player on my list, he's the all-time leading um, um, leading Buckeye in career, tu- career rushing touchdowns. Pete Johnson had 56 rushing touchdowns in his career. Pretty incredible. That's crazy. Um, but he just, just missed out on my list. Yeah. That's fair. So, without further ado, our number one running backs of all time. Yeah. Uh, My number one, Tyrone Wheatley. Wow. Uh, True story, I met Tyrone Wheatley, kind of. Kind of. Me and my wife were at a basketball game. It's when he was uh, coaching under Harbaugh. He had just come. And I was walking. We were walking down the uh, concourse. And I said to my wife, holy crap, there's Tyrone Wheatley. And Tyrone Wheatley goes, how you doing? And he kept walking. He was with some recruits. That's and I was awesome. like, Tyrone Wheatley, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, but 
4,688 yards from scrimmage from 91 to 94. Two and two versus Ohio State. Uh, 4,178 rushing yards, so 6.1. Uh, 47 rushing touchdowns, six receiving touchdowns. Uh, Tyrone Wheatley. I mean, I honestly, he was number two or three going in. And then as I looked at the stats, I was like, underrated in my own mind. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, in a lot of the lists that I was looking up in my research, almost everybody had Mike Hart number one. I had Mike Mike Hart number one. And then looking at it, Tyrone Wheatley, I I honestly, I want to go back and watch some of his highlights because I was five years old his freshman year. So I want to go back and uh, look at some Tyrone Wheatley highlights. Who's your number one? Here we go. My number one, Archie Griffin. Look at the suspense. Wow. <laughs> Two-time Heisman winner. Goodness gracious. Not not a surprise at all. No. I think the crazy stat about Archie Griffin is, like, at the time, this is unheard of. Not really unheard of, but not expected. Yeah. Um, he was a freshman in his second game. He ran for 239 yards as a <laughs> freshman. Like, back then, that that wasn't really a thing. Yeah. You got kind of waited for your time to step in there. Um. He's the only player in Ohio State history to um, lead the team in rushing for four straight seasons. Um, Archie is also the only player in college football history to have two Heisman trophies. Um, he had a Buckeye. He has the Buckeye record for 5,589 career rushing yards. He won four Big Ten titles and started in four Rose Bowls. They also um, won multiple unclaimed national titles while he was there and. Just an incredible career, and obviously the between the two lists, the best running back. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, you can't argue with two highs. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, and I mean, he's in the conversation for best running back of all time, college yeah. running back of all time. Man, uh, our next list: top three performances in the game by a running back. Honestly, I kept going between all three of these performances that I picked as the best performance of all time yeah. in the game by a Michigan running back. Uh, and my one to three was constantly shifting and changing as I would look. I'd be like, ah, that can't be number three. Well, then that one can't be number three. That one, Whatever. Yeah. And I broke them up a little bit differently. I didn't rank them one through three. I just broke them up into three different categories that each is the greatest in their own right. Yeah. So maybe it's not fair, but you want me to start with number three, and then you go with one sure. of yours. All right. So I actually rank mine. Number three for me is Bob Ferguson. Uh, he ran for 152 yards and four touchdowns and a 50 to 20 f- victory in the game, and just a great game with four touchdowns, 150 yards. That's all I have to say about that. Damn. So one of my categories most dominant. I talked about it a little bit earlier, but Tom Harmon in 1940 rushed for three t- uh, touchdowns. Threw for two touchdowns. He also had three interceptions. As I mentioned, kicked four extra three points. Interceptions. He rightfully got a standing ovation. Yeah. I mean, rightfully, but it's from Columbus in, like, by the Ohio State fans. That won't happen you'd, ever again. You'd think after the second interception, the coach would go, don't throw it near <laughs> him. <laughs> that's just insane. But three in one game, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, he left the game with 38 seconds left, got the standing ovation. They won 40 to nothing. Good wow. year. Who's your number two? Number two for me is um, it was surprisingly a close game in the rivalry's history. It was it came at a time when Ohio State was really dominating the rivalry, still is dominating the rivalry, even though they <laughs> lost last year. Um, 
Carlos Hyde ran for 226 yards in 2013, a 42-41 victory where um, Gardner threw the two-point conversion interception. With a broken foot. He wow. played that game with a broken foot. He, that, he had an incredible game that game, too. Let's talk about that game really quick. No, I don't want to. <laughs> Just Al Borges. Michigan lines up for the two-point conversion. Devin Gardner has a broken foot. Ohio State calls timeout. Michigan comes back out in the same formation. Wow. The guy that picked it off said, I knew what play was coming. Wow. Al Borges, ladies and gentlemen. Goodness gracious. Uh, my, not number two, my most yards. Tamanga Biakabatuka, 1995, 37 carries, 313 yards. Wow. This was surprising to me. I knew 313 yards. One touchdown. <laughs> How do you run for that many yards yeah, and score a, once? That's crazy. Michigan won maybe, 31-23. Maybe um, they were trying to pad some other guy's stats. <laughs> maybe. He'd run out, run out with the one to there get some else full, There was a Ben Mason type or, just stealing touchdowns or, at the end. Or just um, maybe they had like a Rudy on their team that they wanted to get him a <laughs> touchdown or something. That could be. <laughs> this was a fun stat I found from the Cleveland Plain Dealer talking about the game. Yeah. Terry Glenn, guaranteed a win before the game, said he would exploit a Man. certain – Freshman cornerback from Michigan by the name Charles Woodson. Boy, was he wrong. Uh, he had four first-half catches, but in the second half, Terry Glenn had two catches. Charles Woodson had two interceptions. Wow. <laughs> in the second half, Woodson had two interceptions. Terry Glenn, zero catches. The Cleveland Plain Dealer, this is amazing to me, started out the article. It had all the finesse of a breakless beer truck and all the trickery of a time bomb. So no wonder it left Ohio State flat as day-old cola. Wow. That's just great writing. Bianca <laughs> Batuka said after the game, I've been playing football for six years, not that long, including high school, and I've never seen holes like that. Any one of you guys could have run through them. Wow. I think, I think the, the thing that I remember most from that game, I don't remember it, obviously, but I've seen there's – a, there's a documentary I've seen where it's like – I don't know what it's called. It's like the game, and it's yeah, like yeah. the history of the Ohio State-Michigan rivalry, and that's one game that they um, really cover. And I can just remember hearing – I don't know if it was the radio call or the TV call or whatever, and it's just whoever's the announcer is just going – there goes Timbiaka Batuka, Bianca Batuka, <laughs> Bianca Batuka. And it's just like over and over him yeah. saying his name. and his... 37 carries. He got yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Almost 10 yards a carry. That's insane. And I'm, I'm a name guy, so I, I, yeah. if, if I were to make Bianca a list. Bianca Batuka is just great. If I were to make a list with Ohio State players and Michigan players, he'd probably be, he'd be on that list yeah. for me. He's good. It, it, one of the most impressive things to me, 37 carries. They knew he was going to get the ball, yeah. and he's still 313 uh-huh. yards. That's great. And you're number one. Um, in a game where Ohio State ran for over 400 yards, mm-hmm. this guy led the team in rushing yards and had four touchdowns. And it was uh, actually the famous game where they asked Woody Hayes, why'd you go for two? And he said, because I couldn't go for three. Ohio State stomped fourth-ranked Michigan. Ohio State was ranked two. Uh, Michigan was ranked four. So it's a big game going into the game. They stomped them 50-14 to 14 on the way to a national championship victory in the Rose Bowl. Um, Jim Otis just led the way in a, a dominant game against a team that was clearly overrated. Um, fun fact about the go for two thing is I actually learned when I was looking this up that they actually only went for two because their center got hurt and the kicker was the backup center. So they didn't have anyone to snap the ball when the kicker would be kicking. It would be terrible to risk, you know, 48. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't want that. But, uh, yeah, it's just an incredible game and an incredible season. Clearly, they won the national championship that year, and 
400 rush yards when you're leading the way in that pack. It's hard to deny that's a good game. My last category, one of the top three performances of all time, Michigan running back, had to be Hassan Haskins. Most touchdowns, 28 carries, 169 yards, five touchdowns, and obviously 42 to 27 victory. Mm -hmm. But you might go back like I do and watch the highlights of that game once every hour or so. And it's fun how there's one clip. So there's the his last touchdown, Ohio State lets him score. They pull up. There's almost an identical clip, and it's yeah. his third or fourth touchdown. They just they didn't want to get run over by the train again. Apparently. Hassan Haskins. That's fun. They had the flu. <laughs> uh, tweet of the week. They also played in a blizzard. <laughs> Heavy accumulation. Tweet of the week. We actually tried to record this last week, so my tweet of the week is from – Two weeks ago, but whatever. I just liked Mine, it. I didn't want to move new. off it. Uh, mine's from Scott Bell. They're replaying Michigan-Wisconsin on ESPNU right now. If Michigan doesn't pass the ball more this time, I'm going to be furious. You're not going to beat Ohio State by just running the ball. That's a good follow-up from Hassan Haskins, five touchdowns. That's funny. Oh, um, my true of the week comes from Keenan Bailey. I don't know who the heck he is, but um, he <laughs> said, "Go to the school where you go to the school where you'll start right away and be the guy, or join the best unit in the nation where first round is the standard and where competition drives the development." So proud. And then it's a picture. I think at practice of um, Garrett Wilson, Olave, Jameson Williams, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. And I'm pretty sure Brian Hartline, they, they pointed everyone out with the, in the picture, um, as you'll see. Um, but Brian Hartline, whoever the, guy, the coach is standing there isn't named. But um, just see the back of him. But it's just funny. Four guys that – three of them already went in the top 13. Jackson Smith and Jigba I've seen mocked as high as number one overall. He's good. Going first overall, like – First, first overall, he's almost at right now certainly a lock to be a top ten pick, barring anything crazy. Um, just four guys that just like shows how good Brian Hartline's been as the wide receiver coach at Ohio State, and I think they should give him however much money he wants to keep him there yeah. forever. I I just like Jamison Williams' quote where he says, "When I graduate, it's going to be from Alabama, yeah. not Ohio State." Yeah, he also said that Ohio State fans um, disowned him and like blah, blah blah bashed on him for leaving. But then you go look, you go look at his transfer announcement and everyone wishes wishes him luck. But um, I don't know, maybe he was getting some DMs. Yeah, some I'm not fans. I'm not like call, I'm not saying like saying the Jamison Williams thing as like oh credit Ohio State. I'm more of saying it as credit Brian Hartline because he was he a was huge on the play, team huge, at one point. He was a huge play in development. Um, well, Ohio State just got him show. drafted, but he was there at one point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ohio State got him drafted. I mean, Derek Jeter was committed to Michigan at one point, too. He just didn't play for him. So. <laughs> uh, I just – so, who recruited three of those receivers? Urban Meyer. I'm just thankful Whoa. for their sakes that he left because yeah. who knows if they would have come down with, like, injuries from getting kicked in the oh, weight room goodness. or something. Yeah. So – Thank yeah, you, Ryan like, Day, for not being, as far as we know, super abusive. Terry McLaurin, uh, Michael Thomas, Paris I don't know Campbell, what you're talking about. all those guys are fine. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, a lot has been said about Urban Meyer. At least no one has said that Urban Meyer burned down yeah. uh, a monastery filled with nuns. I think, what? No one has said <laughs> Urban Meyer 
has burned down a monastery filled with nuns that all died. I think, no the, I think my biggest point of this tweet is just shows that Ohio State is wide receiver U. And there's no argument, argument against it, period. Alabama, maybe. No. <laughs> okay. With that... I mean, we could, we could get an argument about it. Maybe that'll be next episode. Who maybe. knows? Let you'll, us you'll know if you want to see a certain list or argument. We're going to change the show to um, Crimson and Scarlet. Maybe. <laughs> I can't argue Michigan is right now. So, uh, With that... We'll see you probably not next week, but we'll see you soon. Yeah. More Scarlet and Maze. We have some exciting stuff coming up mm-hmm. for the next season. Hopefully hopefully Michigan gets another big transfer commit for basketball, and it's Maybe. not somebody leaving. Yeah. Uh, but with that, go blue. Go Buckeyes. Go Buckeyes.